0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. And I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our
2: porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank
1: bank. And we're looking at everything...
2: We truly are looking at everything. This is a search term I never thought that I would we would ever come across. But here we are. We're talking about I truly about-
1: didn't know it was a could be a search term, um, which is exciting and it's not gonna be what you think, dear <laughs> listeners. Because today's topic is fairy tales. That's right. Today, we are joined by Laura Lane and Ellen Hahn. Laura Lane and Ellen Hahn are the authors of the upcoming book, Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales, which is based on their sketch show, Femme Fairy Tales. Laura is a comedy writer and journalist who has written for The New Yorker, and she's also the co-author of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Ellen is a comedy writer and actress whose credits include How to Get Away with Murder. Welcome, Hot.
3: ladies. Thanks for having us on the show.
0: Yeah, we're excited to be here. And
2: thank you so much for coming on. So talk to us a little bit about fairy tales and how it came about to do the sketch show
3: and also the book. Well, we both grew up putting on lots of plays for our siblings and our poor parents who <laughs> had to watch lots of stage shows. So so we loved fairy tales as children. And then, I don't know, I grew up and I just kept thinking about fairy tales and realizing, as many people have, that they're extremely problematic and patriarchal and written by a bunch of old white dudes. Right. So we <laughs> met in a sketch class and I started bringing in a bunch of fairy tales that I had rewritten. And Ellen came up to me after class one day and said, these are great. You mentioned you want to do a sketch show which I was like, not sure if I was going to do on my own. She's like, I will help you do it. Let's do it. And let's write some more of these. And the rest is history. We put on a show that ran for a year at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, we just brought it out to the Chicago Sketch Festival. And then we got a book deal to turn it into a book that comes out March 10th. And you can pre-order it now. Yes, Yeah. Yeah, we'll tell you about yeah. it. Uh, what, what's, I don't know. Um, yeah, this so is, a- is a porn podcast. So maybe tell them about
0: our, <laughs> our the, vaginas, the vagina story. Yeah, so each chapter in the book is... a uh, humorous and feminist retelling of a fairy tale that you know and love. So for example, the Little Mermaid chapter in our book, um, what happens in that one is that Ursula the sea witch has to give the Little Mermaid, a sex talk, because along with legs, you do also get a vagina. <laughs> that's true. And that's a fact that's just glossed over in the fairy tale.
2: <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like you were used to having like half of a fish, and yeah, then one and day then you're, you're also given this thing
3: that has mm, 8,000 nerve endings, uh-huh. and you're like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, we, we had a different ending to our – oh, no, I think – I'm like, how did we end end up ending our chapter? I think we end it where where she finds her clitoris and realizes that she doesn't need the prince after all. (laughs) And she's like, you know what, like... The only, you know, the only thing that's worth leaving your friends and family for is a clitoris. Yeah, it's true. So. <laughs> Getting an orgasm. She ends up being very happy. Um, yeah, we we <laughs> taught we we rewrite Thumbelina to be anti shaming, anti sex shaming, because a lot of people don't remember. They remember that Thumbelina is a very small thumb sized teenager, mm-hmm. but they don't really remember what actually happens in the story, and if you go back and read it, it is a horrifying. It's basically just a bunch of people kidnapping her and trying to marry her off to, like, a toad, a mole, oh she finally finds, like, the fairy prince, so... We retell this where she's like, I don't want to marry anyone. I'm fine just dating around and being yeah. a single, thumb-sized woman. I'm out on the prow. I'm empowered. This is great. Stop single-shaming me. Stop slut-shaming me. I don't want to be married to a mole, a toad, or even a fairy that's my size. Yeah. Everyone leave me alone. Like, she's like, did anyone even ask me what I like? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> You're all trying to kidnap me and yeah. like marry me off to people. Stop. I love it.
1: Yeah. I completely forgot that there was marriage involved in Thumbelina at oh, all. Oh, yeah. It's all I about I couldn't marriage. tell you what <laughs> yeah, happened. I was yeah, just I like, a, a tiny person wanders the woods? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought the plot was.
2: I forgot about Thumbelina in general. <laughs> a, bunch of
3: toads, a bunch of toads steal her <laughs> and try to, like, marry her off to their friend. And she has to literally escape. Oh, my God. And, yeah. and then someone tries to marry, and then a mouse tries to marry her to a mole. It's... <laughs> Very scary and creepy. The mouse is a pimp.
0: Yeah. And and even in the original version of the fairy tale, the mole is, like, not a good catch. The mouse is like, look, he's just, he's really rich, okay? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's, like, the worst sales pitch of all time. Is the mole still single? Because I'm interested. He has a velvet jacket, a fact that Ellen... I was like,
3: this must go in the book. This has to stay in the book. I was like, do we need... Nobody actually remembers that in the original he wore a velvet jacket. She's like, I don't care. We're keeping the fact that the mole has a fancy velvet jacket. I'm like, okay. He's got money. (laughs) This is vaguely ringing bells. What's the...
1: Is it fairy tale theater with like Shelley Long? That did they do Thumbelina, or am I just conflating different fairy tales? I'm vaguely like you said the velvet jacket, and that somehow like (laughs) (laughs) struck my memory.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that one, but there is a Disney movie version of Thumbelina that I think was like a straight to straight to VHS or DVD. I definitely remember some animated Mm -hmm. version, but.
3: But we retell a lot. We tell we retell twelve different fairy tales. We also do Beauty and the Beast. We do
0: Rapunzel. Sleeping Beauty is another one about mm-hmm. sex, where Con- the prince consent. learns you can't kiss someone that is sleeping. Yeah, it's a lot true. of it's pretty, a right? lot of
3: fairy tales have this issue with consent. Snow White, it's which true. is relevant to today's podcast, <laughs> it <is>. also someone <laughs> kissing her while she's while she's totally asleep. Nah. Not cool. Spoiler alert. <laughs> sorry. Is sorry. I'm sorry. not supposed to be. To... No, 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 I'm just kidding.
2: Um I just wanted to look this up really quickly because you mentioned sleeping beauty and that's actually like a sexual um like fetish. Oh. It's like people who like to be uh like I like to have sex while they pretend to be asleep. Oh, somnophilia—that's what Ooh, it is. Okay. Somnophilia, also known as sleeping princess syndrome, is uh, it's the condition a um, paraphilia in which an individual becomes sexually aroused by someone who is unconscious. I think that was one of my boyfriends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> his name—tell me more. His name was Aaron. I won't say his last name. I don't even know what he's doing now. But yeah. I dated him in college, and he would uh, very often like. He he would wake me up but I would be asleep and he would yeah. wake me up to have sex and I like clearly he was looking at me asleep right and like something was turning him on about yeah. me being appearing asleep yeah. unconscious and asleep yeah. and so he would wake I mean yeah, he woke me up it wasn't like yeah. I like came to thank god but like right. he would wake me up to have sex and I'd be like I was totally asleep like, <laughs> like you can't yeah. do that What stirred in you <laughs> that made
2: you be like this is the moment Okay, okay now, now, 8 hours man I'm glad that now I have like a diagnosis for him yeah. somnophilia what. Well. That's called. Um, but, anyways,
3: back to porn. Yeah. I gotta know ha- are you guys porn watchers? Yes, yeah. I am a sex positive young woman. That's I like to right. watch porn, although I can't watch it with, I'm married, Yeah, I, I have a husband, and I've tried to ask him what kind of porn he's into, thinking, mm-hmm. like, maybe that's something that, like, we could watch together. Love to like, it. I don't know, just switch things up. We've been together a while. Will not watch it with me. Will not tell me what he <gasps> watches. Wow. Like, very much considers it, like, a privacy thing, like... That is something that I do that's very separate from you. I don't like do it all the time. He said like as if I'm and I'm not like shaming him for right. it, but does not like to talk about it with me. Won't tell me what he watches. He's like, I don't. This is something so different from you and our sexual life. Like he's very much into just like romantic sex, oh. no, not like anything, even no porn, no nothing. nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. That what he watches. makes me think.
1: That just makes me think there's something suspicious behind that door. That's what
3: I thought. Like, <laughs>
1: I know. I've tried to look at his history. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. but The thing like, is clean. He keeps it on At the very least, to scrapped. just be like, I watch this. I don't want to watch it with you. Know. That doesn't sound fun to me, but like... Yeah. The Ellen, lack of transparency is fascinating.
3: That's what I'm saying. He says that there's no, when I have it's like nothing weird. I shouldn't be talking about his porn history. This is yeah, about me. That's right. But Ellen, you know Nick, and I. I really feel like he's not lying.
0: No, I don't think he is either. And I, uh, Nick, is from the Midwest. I am also from the Midwest. I understand this deep sense of privacy and shame. So, <laughs> okay. Mm. okay, explain, explain the psychology. So, what's your deal with porn? It's probably the same as Nick's. Yeah, I find porn to be. I don't watch that much. Mm-hmm. I have watched porn a little bit, but I think that like. At least for me, it's so different than like the sex act itself that I'm just not uh, really turned on by it at all. Or like Mm. I I think this is also why I do comedy. I just find the way that everyone looks when they're having sex to be insane and (laughs) not attractive in any way, shape or form. And like all of these people that are uh, that are like like the actors in porn are very attractive like yeah. i understand that but mm-hmm. we all look crazy when oh, we're yeah. doing it oh for sure <laughs> would you ever do a sex scene acting yeah and i have before you have yeah wow, oh, wow. but yeah i guess i, I don't, don't know why that i have but... i haven't investigated as the nuance to that yeah mm-hmm. and like what that's about yeah interesting were you nervous
3: yeah. before you had to do it well it was in a play i didn't know this about you. you're like one of my best friends how did i not know this
0: it was a. Uh, I think it was before we met it was in a play Oh. um I guess I was maybe comforted by the fact that it was not going to, like, live forever. That it right. was just, like, there are a hundred people <laughs> in this theater. But it was, like, like
3: live in front of people. That seems, like, even more terrifying if I was doing that Yeah, than doing it on film. Like, I had to kiss someone on, in a short film once, and I, like, almost had a panic attack the really? whole day before I had to really? kiss someone. Oh. Yes, because I, like, it was, like, the first time I'd kiss someone since since Nick yeah. in, like, a long time. Right. Um, yeah, so I've I can't imagine do a sex scene, doing a sex scene.
2: I've definitely had sex, like, and filmed it yeah. for my own personal pleasure. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes it looks crazy, but most of the time I'm like, this is great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I'm into this. <laughs> Have you guys ever searched for fairy tales or ever, like, thought, like, fairy tales were, like, sexy or horny or,
0: like, you were, like, interested in, in that aspect of it? Well, I think – okay. So yes and no to that question. Okay. Like, Very much princes and Aladdins were like, well, just Aladdin, but Mm -hmm. princes and like the characters in a lot of those Disney movies were like, I'm sure the start of like some sexual feelings for me. Absolutely. Of course. And then now when I look back on a lot of those movies, especially the ones that came out when I was a kid in like the 90s, I'm like horrified by the way they present sex because it's just so misogynistic and paternalistic and it really creeps me out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yes and no Mm -hmm. is the answer to that. It's funny that you say it was the start of like your sexual
3: awakening, maybe, because still, even as an adult, there's this artist who draws realistic. Portraits of what the Disney princes and princesses would look like if they were real people, and I still to this day sometimes I'm just be like thinking about something, and then I'll just Google because I want to look at. I'm really into the prince in Beauty and the Beast. I just think he's so hot, and I sometimes just like want to Google and stare at him. Yeah,
0: I need to know. He kind of looks like your husband. (laughs) He kind of
3: looks like him. Okay, thank you. I didn't want to like brag and say that, but now that you said (laughs) it, this is great. He does. Nick looks just like him, like the long hair, the big lips. Yeah. Um, i i know a lot about porn because mostly from my podcast this is why you're single we've done a lot of stories about different porn trends Mm. so i i know that there's you know there will be a big trend in like certain cartoon porn and anime porn and all these things that i'm not cool enough to really know about right but (laughs) fairy tale porn is kind of one of them so then uh my friend and i who i host the podcast with we would like we'd be like well you know we want to do good research, so let's watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we would, like,
2: watch them together sometimes. Yeah. For sure. I mean, me and Laura have absolutely watched things together.
1: Yeah. Um, now, I like to get super psychological about stuff. That's my approach <laughs> to all research, particularly as it pertains to this podcast. And I went down a deep, like, Freudian slash, like, Betelheim rabbit hole of uh-huh. what different fairy tales mean about, like, latent or repressed sexuality, potentially. Do you ever, like, think about fairy tales, fairy tales, like, classic fairy tales, as sexual? Or did that ever come up in the process of rewriting them where you're like, oh, interesting, like, the patriarchal version really tells us that, like, women are commodities and their vaginas are X, Y, Z. Like, did you think about that in the process of sort of translating them to be feminist
0: Yes, a lot. And I, I also... In the in our research process of writing the book, I read a lot of the like Brothers Grimm and the Charles Perrault like original fairy tales. Oh, the Hans mm-hmm. Christian Andersen. We went back yeah. and read all the originals. Yeah, we did and we read different versions
3: of the originals because sometimes there's different versions. Yeah. Of, of the same fairy tale. Right, of course.
2: I was doing some research about um the Brothers Grimm and uh and how they had like seven editions. Yes, and yeah. like the first couple were like super dark mm-hmm. and like pretty sexual. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found that I was like, and then they like, you know, obviously sanitized it to make it more appeal- like appealing because I don't for think children. they weren't
3: always written for
2: children. they, no, were, no, they, they were
3: written for adults. They were stories that were passed along and told in salons, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they they became children's tales much later on right. and like in a large part to Disney yeah. from what I understand.
2: And also yeah. it, specifically in the Victorian era I was reading that about how that was really when like the first time like childhood came about mm-hmm. before it was like you were treated as a child as like a miniature adult and like you had to work as soon as you were able to and then in like the Victorian era, they were like actually no like that's not okay like little kids are working in factories like everyone deserves a childhood and that's when like the Brothers Grimm started making the, like you know books and games and other This market for, like, children came about, and Brothers Game started making books specifically geared towards children's fairy tales.
1: Yeah. Well, they didn't specifically, but their publications were then, like, watered down. Because by the time, like, like, the Victorian era came around, they were just, like, republishing. Yeah. I even found an excerpt that was, like— Uh, it's in my research somewhere, and now here I am just scrolling through a giant...
3: (laughs) 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 A lot of them were very scary and very creepy. And they still are, even the ones that that you read to children. I mean, Mm, think about Hansel and Gretel. It's about throwing children into an oven. The original Cinderella, the stepsisters cut off their toes and their heel to try to fit into the glass slipper. Yeah. Um, The Uh original Goldilocks, she gets thrown out the window and like breaks her neck and in one version she dies so <laughs>
0: what?
3: yes yeah so this is insane. Or she jumps out the window th- or thrown out the window i don't know yeah um uh the little mermaid she commits suicide and becomes seafoam <gasps> so these yeah. are yeah. not children's tales yeah. they're very scary and yeah. quite horrifying yeah And the other thing I learned (laughs)
2: in
1: my research process that I have to confess is I didn't realize the Grimm brothers weren't authors. Right. Like, I I thought that they actually did, like, write these things, like, obviously borrowing from folklore a bit. But, like, they – so – but Wilhelm and Jacob never actually wrote any of the tales included in their volumes. They merely compiled them, relying on friends and relatives to supply them with stories that had been circulating throughout Central Europe for centuries – This is a fun detail. A number of tales in their collection were contributed by Dorothea Wilde, Wilhelm's mother-in-law, and others came from Jeanette and Amelie Hasenflug, two (laughs) sisters who (laughs) later married into the Grimm family. So, like, not only were they not, like, original in any sense, like, they didn't even, like, put down a lot of what went into those collections. And they also included French and Italian stories as well as German. And they were like, these are the German fairy tales, which is why, like, Perrault and Grimm have like different versions of like Little Red Riding Hood or like Kindermaid Maid and <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Little Mermaid that we were talking about, that they vary because there's different national folklore associated with each of these different like ancient essentially stories. Yeah. Nuts. Do you guys want to hear some facts? Yes. Okay. Of course.
2: So millennial, uh, the, I couldn't really find anything specifically about fairy tale as a search term. But I have, like, some things with, like, cosplay and, like, popular costumes that were searched for on Halloween. So, like, um, for instance, millennials are 214% more into cosplay, um, which, you know, can be fairytale-esque oh, yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. So can dress up as a princess, right? Um, Snow White was a popular costume search for Halloween in 2017. Huh. I don't know what came out that yeah. year. And uh, that was People was, to. Oh,
3: well, no, I guess Maleficent is is Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Yeah. so that is interesting. Oh, but then there was the the Henchman, or what was the one with that? Hemsworth. Oh, the
0: Huntsman. The Huntsman. I wonder oh, if that's what it was. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Who I don't, doesn't really do much
2: for me, but, you know, maybe someone else. Uh, we see spikes for costumed porn around Halloween, and specifically the words costume go up almost 200%. Huh. Um, and for 2019, princess was the eighth most popular costume slash slash character search for. Everyone, Everyone wants,
3: wants to be a princess. That's true. Or, or fuck a princess. princess. Yeah, or be in one, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we do the showdown? Yeah, I'm ready if y'all are. Let's do it. Um, Sort of building on what Rachel was touching on is that this is an interesting, quote unquote, search term for us to talk about because it's it's not quite all the way a search term. Like, I think it leads into a lot of, like, fascination for a lot of people, but it's hard to find on the aggregates because it's not so much, like, commonly searched for by word. I even looked up, like, Frozen's Elsa. I like was just trying (laughs) to find, like, weird shit just to see, like, the scope of what fairy tale looked like. So I grabbed, obviously, the weirdest titles. They're, like, a little bit all over the map in terms of whether or not they're fairy tales and we can all be the judge. Great. Okay, we're going to start with softcore equestrian lesbians foreplay and make out in first time sex.
2: <laughs> equestrian, that's got some fairy tale vibe, yeah, right? You got to have a horse. Like,
1: What's the fairy, in a fairy tale? tale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just some equestrian lesbians. But
3: listen, like I could easily turn that into a fairy tale right. if I needed to. Yep, it's not a fairy tale without lots of horses.
1: It's true. Mm hmm. Uh, Frozen's Elsa likes her ass, pussy, and mouth filled at the same time. <laughs> yes, she does. Wow. She sure does. Wow. Let <laughs> it News go to me. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pick
2: up on that in Frozen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, if you know, you're gonna I, do I just something saw with Elsa, it the first time recently on a plane, and I didn't catch that scene, but no, I was they on a cut plane, that I might not you were be on a plane. plane. They yeah. clearly don't know at the
3: time. They don't know her <laughs> character well enough because if they were gonna do like an Elsa porn, it's just got to be like a solo, yeah. amazing, like solo empowered kind of. Porn because like she is super sexual. She puts on that sexy dress oh when she God. gets to her ice castle by herself, <laughs> mm-hmm. and but she's looking hot for no one. She's looking hot for herself. It's true. She literally yeah. can't have people touch
0: her. That's yeah. the plot point. She can't yeah. have
3: people to exactly. If someone touches her, they will die. They will freeze to death. So she wants to look hot and sexy for herself in her ice castle, just so just like have a hot Elsa in her ice castle doing, like, her own sexual <laughs> stuff to herself because that's what she wants. Yeah, with a drawer full of, like, ice dildos. Yeah, exactly. You
2: know? I like, agree. that's what I'm looking for. I think for. it would
1: be a lovely, like, crystal female solo, like, oh, camera yeah. vibe. Yes, 100%. <laughs> that's what I would think for Frozen's Elsa. You know. Okay, next we have... Uh, Sexy Mom reads fairy tales and then fucks stepson because oh, oh, I don't like fairy that. tales, but get some incest <laughs> in don't
3: there. like that at all. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> Always. Now that, I mean, honestly, that sounds like an original Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Like
3: that, <laughs> yeah. It does. That's it actually does. the Brothers Grimm. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's actually, actually the most faithful version of like the Grimm's original like retelling of what fairy
3: tales at the time it was just a lot of step stuff. Yeah. Lots of incest. And yep. she'd have to murder him after because yeah. all <laughs> yes. step. Parents want to murder their stepchildren yeah. if you're sticking mm-hmm. to the original fairy tales it's true what's up with that i don't know mm-hmm. creates a bad you know uh it's like a bad stereotype for step yeah. for step parents
2: like i could potentially be a stepmom and like i want to be loving exactly but not in a weird way you don't way. want your
3: stepchildren <laughs> to be worried you're gonna murder them or fuck them exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we have little devil goth girl seduces
1: you Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if we consider this fairy tale. No. I mean, a lot but of the I witches... It in there because it came up, like, yeah. when I searched fairy tales. It was like, listen, we don't have fairy tales, but we have this goth girl, and you can just use your imagination. <laughs> a
3: lot of the evil witches gave off goth vibes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I can buy it.
1: Yeah. I can get into it. Yeah, that. I see the leap for sure.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, fairy comes and gets face fucked. Oh. Oh. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Good clean fun,
3: fairies are <laughs> fairy tale? No, yeah. no, argue. Uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yep, that tracks. That tracks.
1: And then last one: young fairy revived toy panda and suck. <laughs> okay. okay, toy panda. They're not sure the logic. That, that seems like they did up fairy with that title. Revived, that they... toy yeah, toy panda like... and and suck. So just the elements are there. The journey, I'm confused about. Yeah, well... that came from a whole channel. Called Panda Fuck. Oh so, wow! Interesting. Okay. It's almost like they were typing in the
2: title. They were trying to type in the title to upload it, and they actually pressed like p- like paste. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like toy panda, <laughs> just from their previous search for maybe their child. I don't know. Somehow got shoved into the title. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, oh, we may never know. Well, Shall then. we take a quick break before we get into these videos? Yeah, let's take a break. The film Reroll is a comedy storytelling podcast that runs famous movies as role-playing games and lets the dice take them in new and ridiculous directions that you never knew you wanted to see. Ever wonder what would have happened if the government had caught E.T.? Or if Alan from Jumanji hadn't gotten sucked into the board game? Or if the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz had taken an axe to Glinda the Good Witch? The film Reroll uses dice and improv to find out. It's the comfortable banter of friends getting together to have a laugh and play around in the worlds of all your favorite movies. Available on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts.
2: And we're back, coming in hot with a hot review <laughs> of a uh, German? Question mark What do we think that Italian.
1: was? Italian? Oh, it's Italian. So I I dug for this one because so it's called it's Snow White and the Seven Doors. The, t- the link we found just called it Snow White. And I searched high and low for what this was. This is clearly a vintage porn. I think we're in the late 70s or early 80s based just on the hair. Mm. And I found something from Luca Damiano Productions that credits it as Italian, which is – Confusing because it sounds like they're speaking German, but it could be a dubbed version of of the Italian vintage porn. And I could not, I looked for the original online to try and say, well, let's try for the Italian version and and couldn't find it. So we just landed with this janky thing. Yeah. German feels right, though, because it is originally a German uh, folktale.
2: So um, it's originally called Schneewittchen is is how you say Snow White in German. Um,
1: Schneevichen? Yeah,
2: that's probably incorrect, but I thought that I'd throw it out there anyways. Um, that's yes. pronunciation. So, wow, lots to talk about here. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this. I mean, we open on the Evil Queen, which we're not sure if it's duffed or if she's actually speaking to us in this language, but in a very <laughs> high-pitched, truly hilarious voice uh, in German. And then we cut to... Snow White sweeping away with a little twig broom with no pants on <laughs> with no pants on she's not not only is she's not wearing pants she is but she is wearing a slingback gold high heel Shoe. I made the note. Why is she cleaning in heels? Yeah. <laughs> why is she wearing those heels? She bu- she put the p- trouble of like putting on the heels and the dress, but she couldn't put on panties. No, forgot. <laughs> the la- she's
3: doing laundry, guys. Yeah, she's, she's doing, doing right. laundry. It's laundry. laundry. Day. If you're gonna do laundry, she's
0: like, might as well clean my my
3: panties right
0: and then she gets a tingle yeah i <laughs> was know? unclear as to what was uh spurring her to start yeah. touching herself and i thought perhaps if i spoke the language i would maybe, maybe have understood mm, well sure she's she, just yeah. singing maybe two
3: lines and mm-hmm. then says la 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 let's <laughs> masturbate <Yeah. laughs> which
2: i often do too yes. <laughs> <laughs> if i'm being she honest. was holding a broom maybe that yeah. had something to do with yeah. it yeah and then i couldn't really tell if then she started to fantasize about the evil queen
1: yeah, what that was, was the connection actual- between them? Because I was like, did the queen cast a spell that suddenly Snow White was like, holy crap, my clit's on fire. Because <laughs> yeah, She just yeah. was like out of the blue, like aroused and started touching herself. And then, sort of like it was the first time, she was like, "Ah!" Oh. Like yeah. we get close up on her face, reacting, reacting to what it's like for her to like discover her own vagina. Uh-huh. Yeah, and when we cut back to the queen and back and forth a bunch, almost as if Snow White is masturbating to the sex acts that then follow with. The evil queen. Right, which we'll get into because holy shit. (laughs) That was bonkers. But yeah, I couldn't
2: tell what was happening. But in my head, she was fantasizing. Like, she was just like, what if the evil queen
0: (laughs) is just, like, having a gangbang right now? What if the evil stepmother that wants to kill me is, like, (laughs) really enjoying herself right now? That would turn me on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then she thinks about it. She's like, maybe she has, like, two female attendants. And then maybe she has four... Un- unknown men just to show up
1: and yeah to the pleasure sequence her. Of events here is basically like so, masturbating to Snow White, and then back to these this like evolving group sex scene with <laughs> yeah. the queen, with uh-huh. no real logic that I can track. Certainly <laughs> yeah. not without dialogue. Granted, there's not much anyway. Yeah, and it's first it's these two like let's call them lesbian minions, although they're clearly not real lesbians. Like they just have like slicked back hair, but they don't know what to do. With a clit. Oh, because, well,
2: they don't even go near it. They just lick yeah. her pubic hair.
1: Just <laughs> yeah, society. they lick her they pubic like, hair. They were like an inch and away. And then they take turns, yeah. like, licking the nape of her hip bones. Yeah. Like, they're sort of, like, wedging their faces into the shot. And they're just, like, sort of each getting into that, like, little pocket. Like, yeah. Well above... <laughs> the actual pleasure center of anyone's vulva. Right. Maybe
2: if we knew the language she was actually like I need I only moisturize my skin with the saliva of my female attendants. With the tongues of women. Yeah. That yeah. would
3: be more logical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Than
2: actually like having sex because yes. I don't know what that was.
1: <laughs> and then we cut back to Snow White briefly and then we cut back to the queen and there's like suddenly two men there, right? We
3: start with like two random men. they they would be her henchmen, but Right. Instead of using them to murder people, yeah. she commands sex. Yeah. Yes. Which, like,
2: is this my fantasy? It might be.
1: <laughs> A little bit. Except for the first thing that happens, she then has to, like, suck all the random dicks off. Like, Oh, sure. sure yeah. Sure. It, admittedly, I, like, blinked and came back and didn't even catch the shot where, like, we meet the two henchmen. Like, they're standing there. I just was like, wait, there's dicks in her face. Like, where yeah. do those dicks come from? Yeah. And then she's like doing the awkward thing of trying to suck off two dicks at once, which yeah. we all know is a fool's errand.
0: <laughs> oh, so, I know. Just
1: bobbing for penises, going back between the two, you know?
0: She did look like she was, it was like lollipop licks <laughs> on yeah. both of them. Like, yeah. oop, oop, yeah. Yes. Yes. Very delicate Quick licking. <laughs> Quick little licks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonder they're hard, but it yeah.
3: is
1: porn after I all. I was yeah. thinking
3: that the entire time. I'm like, how are they still hard? This is by far the world's worst blowjob. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yes. weird. And then we get into a
2: full-blown gangbang.
1: Yes. With some... We have double penetration, suddenly there's two other dicks there. Like oh, again, yeah. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. How many dicks? Like yeah. I can't keep track of them." four men. Yeah. Well, the Order two female there's attendants, suddenly four men there. The yeah. two female attendants were like
2: at first they were like fluffing them. Yes. <laughs> like she yes. was like, "Okay, you guys go do that. Get them ready. And then once they're like semi-hard, then I'm going <laughs> to lick each of their penises individually."
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> badly badly <laughs> yeah and then we evolved to like double penetration and then all the men come on the queen
3: yes all of them right all over her face all over yeah. her face yes. it's it in her eyes yeah
1: it's all
2: over she her. doesn't seem mad
3: about it though right well no, she I could mean, have them beheaded at any point <laughs> yeah. but you know yeah there's fear there yeah. there's fear <laughs> but they don't seem to care no. they just They get it in her eyes, which doesn't feel good. That stings. You know, but here's my thing. Like, (laughs) the whole thing, her whole, like
2: objective is like she wants to be the fairest of the wall you know yeah so is that like it does the semen have like magical properties like is that what's happening and that's why they come on her face mm-hmm. yeah it's like I had care. to find some sort of like backstory here because I was like what's actually
0: happening yeah, I do think it's expensive skincare yeah, yeah. it's
2: La Mer yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've fully ejaculated La Mer onto her face that is the origin of La Mer <laughs> if is. you
1: read on the, the if you dig on their website La Mer actually it's just. <laughs> <laughs> Been jizz all along. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's so expensive. <sighs> this is funny, Rachel, because we actually did watch a vintage porn that had a similar plot line with Ron Jeremy, where it was like, oh, why are you so arousing to me? And it was because he, oh. he either had, like, somebody else's ejaculate or, like, a female ejaculate, they, yes. ejaculate like, on his neck. On his face. And that, huh. like, yeah. he had gone drove down on women someone. wild. And right. then he went on, like, a fuck spree because of this magical ejaculate. So. Yeah your plot ideas here are not far-fetched to me they feel like you know quite within the realm of what we see in in this era of porn frankly
2: i still gotta know though like why snow white was masturbating and why was she masturbating like that (laughs) also (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean rachel (laughs) well it just didn't really i was just a little confused as to like the techniques that she was using Mm -hmm. it's not really something that
1: I do Um, yeah similar to the to the blowjobs we saw that were like akin to a very gentle you know owl in a Tootsie Pop ad like like no one's getting anywhere She was like, oh, my goodness, like yeah. kind of giving us like one like little swirl around and uh-huh. then getting out of there. And then just and like, a, like little a little quick I was like, we're going to need a little bit more dedicated attention. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I thought she had an excellent manicure. She did. She, I liked the color. And mm-hmm. um, I was really thrown by the evil, by the queen's uh, manicure because it looked very long and very pokey. Yes. And very mm. dangerous. This is a problem that I have with porn. If, yeah. if you're gonna
2: have, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm fixated on people's nails, every woman's fingernails. Yeah, people don't talk about it.
3: I've been told I need to take off my rings sometimes. Really? Oh. Yeah, like that I can hurt. You. That can hurt yeah. the pain.
2: Yeah, and also just like having long fingernails, like if you're gonna be touching yourself while there's a dick or a phallus involved, you can get in the way. You can yeah. hurt someone. You know, you gotta yeah, worry that's about. Like, fascinating. I once knew a a friend of mine. She lost a fingernail, an acrylic fingernail, in in another woman. (laughs) Ouch. Oh, Oh, God. Ouch for everyone involved. I know. I know. But we're not talking about it. So, like, you know, it's like, how are we going to know?
3: No, it's like playing guitar. You need to keep them short. You do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
3: (laughs) Build those calluses up. (laughs) That, too. (laughs) Don't actually. A a calloused
1: hand does not sound cool on my clit right now. No. (laughs) Uh, Should we
2: move on to the other one?
1: Sure, unless there's anything else about this uh, porn we're forgetting to mention in the details. I do like that poor... Midwestern Ellen was like, "Let's talk about the
0: manicures."
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly, I uh, I've been I took notes and it, the Evil Queen's nails really stuck out to me. Yeah. It was like no one's having a good time with those. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what else is on your notes? I must not. Uh, no, <laughs> we've talked about everything. Uh, it's what language is this? That, yes. Those are my other questions. Yeah, we've hit all the points. I, yeah. I feel conflicted about this because. I don't really like the
3: sexualization of things that were made for children. Yeah. So that makes me feel kind of bad. But then I was like weirdly into it. And you told me to just watch the first 12 minutes. And I just kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't stop. (laughs) It's like an hour and a half. You watched the entire thing. I did. I really
3: liked it. Get the the dwarfs show up. Oh, they do. I was curious about that. Is there a gangbang? They just like first. They're just watching her masturbate. Yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. She's putting on a show for them. And they're like, she, they're like, this is great, let's keep her. She can live here as long as she <laughs> yeah. wants. They're like, this yeah. is awesome.
1: <laughs> the dwarves essentially have a non sexual role, but they like cheer her on in her sexual discovery from what wow. I watched of it. Well
0: what nice supportive men. Exactly. Yeah. What a yeah. plot twist. So, yeah.
3: I don't know. <laughs> I wanna hate it, but I just kept watching. I, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> it also might be worth mentioning that I tracked down some of the performers in this, I think, via oh, the great. Horn database. Julia Laroe is Snow White, although she's credited as Ludmila Antonova. That okay. confused me on the database. I didn't quite understand which or which, but I'm saying them. <laughs> um also Vika or Vicky is our queen. Oh. Credited differently, but essentially like Vicky but Italian. And then uh Judith Fegg, Kimberly Savage, Julian St. Fox, Santino Lee, Shawn Michaels, and Franco Rockefort are all the other folks in that gangbang scene. Interesting. And I know they're all listening right now and just really waiting for their credit. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. They are. For that film they did 30 years ago. Who knows? Maybe Franco's listening. Yeah, that Laura Love. Way to keep your dick hard with little help. Yeah, they're they're accountants. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, All right, let's move on to I Put a Pagan Spell on You. This yeah. is from Erica Lust's Ex Confessions, directed by Erica Lust, and featuring Girls on Porn Regulars, Owen Gray, and Vex Ashley.
2: Did you know that this is one of the first videos that Owen did
1: with Ex Confessions? I didn't. Yeah, this is like one of his first fits with them. Amazing. How know. did you find that out? I have such a hard time like getting to the like origin story of each of these films. Um, it just was like uh when you search for Owen Gray, like
2: on X Confessions, Erica Les says like, Oh, he first joined us on um the I Put a Pagan Spell on you. I put a pagan, pagan then, spell on you. Oh cool. yeah. And yeah. So I was like, Oh, good to know. Now I am a big fan of his illustrious career, I have to say.
1: Yeah, and um, may I say it's perfect like entry level casting for Owen because he plays like like, what is he? Like a wood nymph or yeah, like I a know. demon or a spirit? Like, it's not entirely <laughs> yeah. clear. He definitely lives, wood. lives in the woods. Yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. I had
2: some yes. questions about he what exactly, exactly naked he in the woods. Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, this is a little bit of a stretch because it, it technically isn't a fairy tale, but it feels adjacent yeah it felt of the genre yeah like we've got some witchy shit we've Mm -hmm. got some woods we've got some
1: you know different time period clothing so (laughs) i was we know the year is 1723 which is like around the time that these stories are being published so (laughs) exactly it harkens back to the era Mm -hmm. um yeah brief summary we open on vex casting a spell she's got various Bones and Twix. accoutrement for spell casting. <laughs> a ram's horn. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. She's well wearing necessary. a corset and like a lovely white shift, and uh-huh. her very hip fucking bangs, like very hip blunt bangs, uh, and like a sort of elvish witchy vibe. And she's like casting a spell to like ha- like to the sexual spirits to like right. call forth this. This sex act that then Woodsmen. proceeds to yeah, happen.
2: This woodsman. The man of her the- desire, or the object of her desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then she goes out into the woods, and boom, there he is
1: naked naked standing at the bottom of a hill yeah (laughs)
2: looking (laughs) confused but i was like i was into that oh yeah yeah i was into that and what i didn't want was like the next shot which was her like awkwardly like leading his gangly body like through the woods (laughs) barefoot (laughs) onto like a blanket for them to fuck like i was like can we just skip that part we didn't need that like we could have just saw him naked staring up at her and then boom into the action yeah Also,
3: also it's a spell couldn't she just do the spell of him being on the blanket. Like, yeah. part of the yeah. spell is he knows where to go. <laughs> yeah. And he's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah the weird, like,
1: child elvish vibe of her, like, taking his hand and walking him up the hill. I was like, they managed to make Owen Gray look much like ses- le- <laughs> yeah. less sexy than usual. <laughs> it's true. By just, like, shooting him from above and making him look, like, miniature. Yeah. And then just her being like, okay, let me hold your hand, tiny man. Like, yeah. it just... Took me out of it a little, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: they also missed an opportunity with the corset. Like
1: it should be
0: bodice ripping. Like it should have been ripped off of her. Yeah, yeah. I, that made me think a lot. I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I was not alive in a time where we had to wear these all the time. Exactly, because really slows down the action. Yeah, they, yeah. And I get that they were like taking their time to. I. It felt like they were taking their time to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. That can be sex. That can be sexy. Like, yeah. But. I wish they'd ripped it off.
2: I wish I ripped it off. I have to say it didn't f- – th- there was some There was some passion lacking for me in this. Mm. Like, I wanted there to be a little bit more – like, if this is the man that she desired, like, I wanted it to be a little bit hotter, like, steamier at the beginning. I felt like it wasn't really until, like, two minutes before they both climaxed that I was like, oh, now it's hot. Now it's yeah. hot, you know? yeah. Now they're connected.
0: It didn't- also, if, yeah. there's a, if there's a spell, do you need a lot of foreplay? Probably not. Good point. And I did. okay. uh, this is a dramaturgical question. I didn't understand (laughs) if he was uh, a being that had just been like created for her desire or was he a man that like a human man that got a spell put on him? Oh, I think he was. I agree that this is a dramaturgical (laughs) bit of a mess
1: because Uh it's like the man she desires. But then at the end, when we have this little bit. So just to like run through the whole plot, like they have sex on this like blanket on a pile of straw situation in the middle of the woods, and then it ends, and then we have this like cold ending, it's not, it's not what it is, it's just like have like, they have this like comedy bit close us out at the end, Uh, we'll call it the bump, where they're like, she suddenly has a baby, and she's like, hey, I know you're like not human, but I just want to talk to you. Yeah. And then he just like appears and uh-huh. she's like, Hey, watch this kid. I've got a witch conference in town to attend. there's like literally the dialogue is like, I've got this witch conference in town I need yeah. to attend. Yeah. If there's anything you can just send to Raven, okay, all right, bye. Yeah, like she's just, like, it's- I thought it was like funny and cute to be like, It's 1723. We're not in the Middle Ages anymore. I need some parenting help. But she it does, does say confuse that. me yeah. as to yeah. who and what Owen Gray is. Like, yes. is he a man from town that yeah. she was like, I bewitched you? Or is he just like a creature of the woods? I think he's just not human l- and is just available for sex in this case. Yeah, I think he's just like the
2: lo- Lord. Of, well, because she says, I am raising your son, the Lord of the Woods. So I think he's like spirit of the woods. Okay. You know, and then he okay. appears when she like calls to him. Um, that's my guess. Okay. And also because his outfit is psycho. And like, if he's actually a human <laughs> being, he wouldn't be allowed to wear that.
0: I like that she brings up breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that- um, I Okay, that baby, that fake baby, uh, way too small to no longer be breastfeeding. I agree. I was there like, were, this is clearly like... I mean, not to judge. Some
3: people have problems breastfeeding and they, they can't breastfeed. <laughs> but right? they, they established that it was a year later. Right, right. right so the baby right, would be and baby Well, the baby would be three months
0: then. You're right, you're right. And yeah. 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 the baby
3: was
1: done breastfeeding.
3: Where it could be. I mean, there's yeah. a big movement now of like the no judging when you stop breastfeeding, if you breastfeed at all, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's definitely healthier if yeah. you breastfeed. Sure. Some people cannot physically do it. So Mm -hmm. it's possible that after three months, she was like, you know what? I'm done. This is way too much of a sacrifice. And like step up. Yeah. Yeah. But it did look like a disturbingly tiny baby. I was concerned for the
0: health of the baby being that small. There were a lot of things about this porn that made me think of a college production of The Crucible. (laughs) And... (laughs) that fake baby was one of them absolutely (laughs) this is a very bad fake baby yes (laughs) and also
3: like his weird fur jacket that he was suddenly wearing Mm -hmm. at the end the Mm -hmm. worst fake baby in any movie I've ever seen was that Bradley Cooper movie American Sniper uh huh um They apparently like the baby that they were that Clint Eastwood had found like didn't show up or something happened and then the backup real baby didn't show up and he was like forget you know we're shooting the scene no matter what give me the fake baby so Sienna <laughs> Miller holds this total fake baby that takes you so out of the scene and she's like trying to like shake the baby that's just like not moving and she's like a baby doll just pretend she, yeah and they didn't think to like swaddle
1: it in such a way that it would sort of help
3: i guess I'm the fake
1: baby yeah. no
3: it was just as bad as this fake baby if oh. not worse oh i think that God. was the first time clint eastwood
2: has ever been mentioned on this porn podcast <laughs> yeah and and hopefully the last <laughs> <laughs> somehow maybe not <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> when we get to gilf you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay so was there anything about this porn in particular that we liked
1: I think I, Owen and Vex having sex is hot. Yeah, and I yeah. like, you know, it got into a sequence there. I was like, this is, this is cool. And yeah. I was like, I mean, there is like a, a lack of, like we've watched them have sex so much. <laughs> That's true.
2: That's true. We have. But <laughs> I'm
1: like, ah, oh, my old friends. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Vex is, is doing the thing that happens when she's having fun, you know, yeah. like, so it, it was like less sensational or like particularly surprising to me, um, But, like, they're both people who are are good at sex, and I think they had, like, by the time they'd sort of ramped up a good connection and, like, eye contact and, like, some fun, like, furious fucking. Um, Yeah. That's where I tuned in and was
0: like, great. It looks like they were having a very good time. Yeah. And so I liked watching that. Yeah, for sure.
3: It makes sense now that I know that they're friends that have been together for a while we co-workers yeah, yeah. performers yeah. for yeah. sure frequent <laughs> colleagues frequent collaborators
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I have to say I do love particular with Owen or just like any like male performer when they're vocal like I love hearing anyone who can like moan uh-huh. and I liked his moans in this Mm. I
0: also liked, this is a little thing. I liked that she never took her shoes and socks off. Yeah. I was like, she needed to get down to it. Yeah. It was immediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked the
3: little boots. Mm -hmm. I like a good, like, outdoorsy sex scene Mm -hmm. because that's kind of just not available in New York City. Exactly. If I ever want to have sex that's not a place indoors, there's definitely the chance of, like, Creepers arrest, yeah, yeah. and arrest, and arrest, Cre- creepers or, or or arrests. So so this, you know, it's just it's kind of like nice to live vicariously through people that can have sex outdoors in a woods and like oh, no yeah. nobody's gonna walk by. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I do like an outdoor session, mm-hmm. an
1: outdoor sex fuck, and I thought the straw and the blanket was like a. A nice enough solution to the challenges of fucking outdoors. Right. I was thinking about that a little at the beginning when it like wasn't quite hot yet, as I was like, they're getting used to getting poked in the ass by the occasional like Mm. wisp of straw. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But I'm like, stand up, lean up against a tree. Oh yeah, Yeah. that would have been hotter for me, I think. Yeah. Just like or just like on in the leaves. In the dirt. (laughs) in the garden up in the dirt you know the song I
0: liked the premeditation of having the blanket I was like wow what a smart witch but she
2: also was carrying like a scythe
1: did you see that?
0: No. Oh, like, I totally yeah. missed that. <laughs>
2: that was weird. What's a scythe? It's like, like the thing that like the Grim Reaper carries. Oh. <laughs> it's also a thing I
1: think you cut hay with.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it was like she freshly cut the hay, <laughs> laid the hay down. She put a lot of thought into it. She did. She was ready. Yeah. She f- freshly cut hay
1: and then she g- <laughs> and the blanket. So there was some padding. Okay. All right. Just some really fun, creative production design, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm just really make an account so what do we think are either of these going into our spank banks
2: are we masturbating to any of these snow white for me
3: (laughs) (laughs) you already did girl you're glowing Oh, and what can I say? <laughs> I, I weirdly was very into this, like, <laughs> commitment of a tale. Yeah. <laughs> For
2: me, I just couldn't get past the the German sounds that were coming out of their mouth. Oh, I didn't mind. Oh, okay. the, by the German sounds, <laughs> do you mean the German language? Yes, I'm sorry. But it was, like, specifically, well, yeah, the German language, but it was, like, yes. hot, good, you yes. know, it's oh, good. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't.
3: That's
1: weird. <laughs> Yeah, I was just missing the, like, effective use of genitalia towards achieving pleasure
3: in Snow like. Hey, oh, it's yeah. not without Call a its stickler. plot point <laughs> but- <laughs> problems. <laughs> <laughs> I have many problems with it, but still, I don't know. I it The fact on. that I just kept watching and didn't stop after yeah, 12 minutes yeah. that you told me to watch. <laughs> so that's it's a something. good test, right. you know.
2: You've bookmarked it. I that. love
3: it. I love many a
1: vintage porn. This one just was like too much happening and and too weird for me to like get into and like I was not carried away by this sex acts enough to like really get into it. Mm. I would certainly Jill off to a I Put a Pagan Spell on You. Um, I don't know that it's like top of my spank bank just because I have other Agreed. favorites by both of these performers that I would mm-hmm. probably like default to. Uh, but there was definitely some like Jill worthy Sex in it, for I would sure.
2: Say. I concur. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, cool. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, having, for us. having us. This
3: was fun. Yeah, this was very fun. And do you want to just plug again the the book that's coming out? Yeah, and or uh, your podcast. Oh yeah, duh. You can listen to my podcast. It's also on the HeadGum Network. It's called This Is Why You're Single. It's a humor podcast about dating, and yeah, it's a fun anti-single shaming, anti-slut shaming podcast. We talk about all different issues and it's really fun.
0: And you can pre-order our book uh, anywhere books are sold. Again, it's Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling. Uh, it comes out on March 10th so order it before then. Woo woo! Yeah. So exciting. Amazing. Thank you both.
1: This has been Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram at Girls on Pern, on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, and at our website, girlsonporn.com. Thanks for listening.
3: Love you guys. Bye.
1: That was a HeadGum Podcast.